Welcome to Lash Girls Need Love Too. We are your co-hosts and lash artists, Italia and Crystal. This podcast is where we give raw and detailed tips as well as advice on how to grow and run a successful lash business. We are both in different stages of our businesses and want to share our journeys with you all. Listen and follow along if you are trying to grow your business, grow individually as a lash artist, or for authentic insight into the lash industry. Welcome back to Lash Girls Need Love 2. This is your co-host Crystal and Italia and today we are going to be talking about policies. So policies are very customizable and it all depends on your business and how you want to run it. So it's very important to have policies in place especially for situations like Italia was in today <laughs> which yeah. we will touch on. But. Yeah, so it's pretty much just because you want people to respect your business and understand that, especially as a small business, if you are one, it's very important that, you know, after signing leases and committing to different contracts in your business, yeah. you have to be able to afford those. So, you know, if you're doing well and you have all this going on and then you have clients who are always canceling last minute and then you're not making any money, you know, it's hard to you know, keep up with your bills and things like that. So you just want to make sure that you're taking your own business seriously as well as kind of forcing your clients yeah. to take it seriously as well. You have to have policies in place for people to be able to respect your business because they're not going to do it just because because it's not they're not taking it as serious because it's not their business. So you have to make sure that they know that you are serious and this is right. your business. They have to respect you and your time and realize that they can't just walk all over you. It's not something that you do for fun. It's a serious thing that they have to take serious as well. And it's really hard being, you know, a business owner because mm -hmm. you have to be the confrontational the bad guy. Yeah. And you just have to deal with literally everything yourself. So it kind of sucks in a way being one because again, you know, you, you have are to in charge of everything. Yeah. So if anybody wants to complain or has an issue, you have to handle it. And it's yeah. like only you. So I think that, again, taking your business seriously and making everything clear with your clients from the jump, from mm -hmm. their first appointment, from the first time they meet you is so important and not to, you know, start one way and change it eventually. Yeah, and like Italia was saying, it's hard to be in that position as a small business owner because obviously bigger businesses people will easily respect because they right. have that name. But if it's a small business, they expect you to be more lenient or yeah. like give them, you know, some kind of specialty treatment. Yeah, they expect you to be flexible and kind of, you know, tend to what they want just because they think it revolves around them. And they, everybody always thinks the customer is right, in which yeah. some cases they are, and in some cases they're not because you are the owner, you are the boss. So yeah. whatever you have set in place is what they have to follow if they do want to come see you for their lashes. Yeah. So for me and Crystal, we kind of have different policies at the moment because Crystal's starting off so hers are not as strict as mine. Yeah, I'm in just a different place right and and that's how, how like that's kind of how I started where I wasn't as strict as first and then I changed mine and when I changed mine when I became more of a legit business a lot of my clients were kind of like oh like you know like you think you're so big now like you can change them <laughs> and it was like I was like no not the case at all but once you commit to signing a lease that you have to pay rent for each month as well mm -hmm. as pay your own bills for living at home, yeah. you have to make sure that you are taking it Yeah, serious. you have to be serious and you cannot let people walk just all walk all over you, you because, uh, hello, I have to pay my, <laughs> my bills. I can't just, you know, 
say, oh, okay, no, it's no, no problem. Don't show up. Yeah. I'll just I'll make zero dollars. <laughs> no problem. No, like it's very important that you just you set you like put your foot down. Yes. Yeah. So when did you have? Did you like start with policies or? Um, I had very few when I first started because yeah. you know it, it it wasn't an actual like business setting like I am now. So when I first started. Thing. I, yeah, I was way more lenient. So I kind of just – I always had deposits. I've always had like a $25 bill deposit mm-hmm. um, that I had people put down. And I started with it being refundable. So, you know, like you put $25 oh. down and um, that goes towards your appointment when you come in. And if you decided you wanted to not get them done ahead of time, you can get your $25 back. That's so how I started. So even if somebody like canceled same day back then, you would – No, 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 no. No, it was still like – I think I I don't know if I did 24 48 hours that was five years ago so I don't remember but it was it was definitely not how it is now yeah but I didn't really have that problem as much I feel like because I didn't have as big of a clientele yeah and you know more money more problems Mm -hmm. more clientele more problems Mm -hmm. so that is why I experienced so many issues that I do that you don't yet yeah (laughs) (laughs) but um I think that I definitely started with way too lenient of a policy and that's why I always get on you trying to say crystal do not make the mistake I did because it's just so frustrating and because you are starting out the way you're starting out you can do that versus me when I was in like a home and all like and you know it was a little bit different for people to take you serious yeah it is and a lot of people like you know they say like oh this is still professional I'm like yeah I mean I know I had a separate last room and all that but it's like at the end of the day now that I have a commercial business license mm-hmm. and I'm paying rent and so, like I have to take myself more seriously as well. And yeah. I just need you to understand that I can't be as lenient as I used to be. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's it's better to have your policies in place as soon as possible instead of later because people will know what your policies are from the start instead of them acting like you're changing on them, right. which it's totally okay as a business owner to change your policies and add on right. to your policy. That is what you have to do as you grow and you figure out what your boundaries are but exactly you should be putting them in place as soon as you can so that people will know what your business yeah and you just don't want them to feel like they can ever tell you how it should go you know what I mean because it's It's your business not theirs right exactly and you pick your policies based on what is right for you and what you feel like Mm -hmm. is you know good at for you. So it's kind of just like when people come in and they're like, oh, my last lash artist didn't have this. It's kind of like, okay, well, yeah, like I'm a whole different person and this is my business and I may run my business completely differently than how they did. Exactly. And that's totally okay. What about you? So like when did you get a little bit serious about your policies? So when I first initially started taking clients just because I was like practicing and then I started taking clients, I didn't really have like really a lot of policies set in place just because it was new to me and I didn't even know what kind of things could go wrong with certain things like that. So I didn't start like putting policies in my website until things were happening where I'm like, okay, I need people to understand that they yeah. can't do this. But because I remember you would say like, oh, I have a client coming in at four and then I was like, oh, okay. And then I look at the clock and I'm like, it's four and she's not even in here. And I'll like text yeah. her like, where are you at? And you're like, oh, we reschedule. And then I'm like, Crystal, <laughs> did you charge them? Because it's like 
at the end of the day, even though like you always say that your clientele is not big now and you do have gaps and stuff, it doesn't mm-hmm. really matter because you still are driving to yeah. the studio and that's gas and time and that you set out for that and then you don't do it. So it's kind of like, even though you may have not gotten to work yet, or it's just kind of thing like you plan your days around your work schedule. Yeah. And if you are having people cancel the day of, you mm-hmm. can't replace those appointment times that last minute as well as you kind of like you know now oh now I have a free day last minute and every there you can't really change around your day exactly the biggest tip I can say with this question is just to take your business seriously from the jump no matter Mm -hmm. how you start with and you know you can have some policies in place it doesn't have to be super strict ones so I would just say put some type of policy in place from the beginning no matter where you start your business just because you want people to understand that even though you may be starting in a small space or in your out of a last room in your house or however you start you're still a business and you're still trying to be professional and you're still trying to grow and start there but you may end up you know in a huge salon or something so it's like take me seriously from the jump you know me and my business not as a joke or for fun or even a hobby because it can be that, but you never know. It might turn into something more and you don't want people to think that you just completely switched up on them and now you feel like you're just this, oh, wow, like I'm too good for this. It's never that. It's yeah. just that you have to make smart business decisions from the beginning. Yeah, and have people respect you and your work and your time from the beginning. Right. So, so that's the biggest tip just because I think a lot of people have been like me where you just start kind of loosely and then you start yeah. tightening up tightening yeah. up tightening up and everybody's kind of like oh like whoa <laughs> this is so strict and I'm like mm. and don't be scared to tighten up like don't be scared to enforce your policies like that's right. what they're there for and if there's going to be people that you upset then that's just what has to happen like you still have to you're making people respect your business you have to respect your own business as well and make sure you're following your policies and people are not going to see it from the view that exactly. you see it it's your exactly. business so you are going to feel everything and see everything when people cancel on you last minute and you know yeah. only you see and feel that the clients themselves they're just thinking of it on their half like oh exactly. i'm losing this money that's all they see it as they don't see it as oh she is sitting there waiting for me and now she's not going to make any money because i'm not coming a lot of people don't see it i have a few clients that do see it that way and they totally mm-hmm. understand and then have a few that they don't they care don't, and they don't, don't think of yeah. it that way at all they have no idea what it's like to have your own business and do certain things so it's they're never going to understand from our point of view because right. they maybe have never even worked in a situation like that where they can understand oh this is her business and this is how she makes money so, yeah and I usually often like to use analogies to explain things and how mm-hmm. it works for us because a lot of people feel like that mine might be a little bit too strict, um, which I eventually will go in on depth. in depth of what mine yeah. are. But a lot of people love to say like, oh, like yours is so strict. Like I've never seen that before. And I'm like, well, for one, I didn't make up all, like all of my policies on my own. I looked at other lash artist policies. Mm-hmm. I looked at other businesses, period, because I wanted to compare mine and I didn't want mine to be too strict, but I also didn't want to not be strict enough. So I actually did do a lot of research before I enforced a whole new policy Mm -hmm. list yeah so what do you do for like deposits and no-show protection and things like that so for me I require a $25 deposit for all fill appointments and 
Um, for brow appointments, there's different ones like ten or fifteen dollars. That's just a deposit, and it's non-refundable. None of my deposits are refundable. And also, I do a fifty dollar deposit for all full sets. Um, mm-hmm. and that goes obviously all my deposits go towards the service you're getting done. But none of my deposits are refundable. So once you book your appointment and you pay that deposit, you're committed to that appointment. And if you do cancel before the 48 hours before your appointment time, then you don't get the deposit back. So my deposits are non-refundable just because I want people to, when they book the appointment, they're serious about it because a lot of people, what they'll do is even though they have to pay a deposit to book it, they'll pay it and they'll be like, oh, I can get it back, like no big deal. And that's fine for some people, but for me, I don't like when my schedule changes a whole lot because if someone keeps rescheduling over and over and over again and keeps moving all around your calendar, what it does is when someone else goes to book, okay, now that person's booked on the 23rd, okay, someone else goes to book the 23rd, it's taken. So then they book something else out and then that person that was on the 23rd changes to the 25th. And then you're like, okay, well, that person that wanted the 23rd couldn't get the 23rd and now me as a you know that's the business owner and the lash artist I'm supposed to go let the person know oh now the 23rd's open and then you know now the 25th is taken and now that 25th person turns to the 27th and it's kind of just like you're moving all around the calendar and you just Mm -hmm. keep pushing your appointment back and back and back and back and it's kind of like you are moving around so much that you're probably I'm sure messing up other people from their appointments and it just I feel like that kind of just gives a vibe of like they're not really serious about it yeah. because why would you keep changing it up you know yeah and I've had many people do that and it's just weird to me and I don't I don't really have on my policy list right now like a number of times that you're allowed to reschedule I've thought about it mm-hmm. I just didn't want to be too too strict and I don't have people anymore that reschedule a million times I've had the most people reschedule maybe twice the most which is still not fun for me but it doesn't happen that often so I didn't feel like I needed yeah. to put in my policies as of now but maybe in the future I will have to. <laughs> what about – so what about you? How do you – do you do deposits or – So I do not take deposits. I would, but the system that I use doesn't allow me to charge deposits, which I use Square, and they either give you the option of people can book without any type of protection. You know, they don't have to put their card in, anything like that. Or they can put their card in and have a no-show protection so that if they do cancel, you can charge their card. And then they also have an option of, you know, like paying beforehand so they could pay the full price when they book if they, um, if you wanted to do that. So, so I you do have that so they can do that. You can do that. They'd have to pay the full price. And you have it where they can if they want to? No. Oh, okay. It's either you do a no-show protection or you do pay in full pay the full price oh so square only gives you those two options yeah you have to do one of the three options and okay you can't because i say that because acuity yeah. lets you put it where even though i have a deposit amount they say like they you can say allow the client to pay so, full price yeah. allow the client to pay a percentage yeah. you can put that in mm-hmm. on acuity so yeah that's how you use acuity i use square at the moment <laughs> um so yeah I use the no-show protection through Square, so I have their card, which I just found out it doesn't save it on file, so when I go to book people out myself after their appointment, 
it doesn't save their card on file. So then the no-show protection is not there when I schedule my clients, yeah. which is a big issue. And I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do about it. But Yeah. And I, if I were you, I would just honestly ask each client then to their appointment. Yeah. Since you don't have like a crazy amount yet, mm-hmm. this is like the perfect time to do it is to at every person that comes, ask them if they can put the card on file onto your square in their account yeah. that doesn't delete. Yeah. And then that way you can do that. And then every new person you get, you just at their first appointment, you require them to enter a card into that system. Yeah. So it saves it in their contact. Yeah. But I, I don't know exactly what I'm going to do yet because I also want to be able to do deposits and yeah. Square doesn't do that. So I am, I'm going to have to see. <laughs> I've debated on switching to Square and Crystal's having the problem with deposits. And I was but like, I love Square. It's just they don't have certain options that you need. Like I just, I don't know. I guess I got, I started with Acuity and I got yeah. so used to Acuity yeah. that it's like now Square is like kind of foreign and weird to me. Yeah. And they just, they don't have, it's not as customizable as Acuity is. Exactly. So I feel like it's just hard for me to move to something less customizable mm-hmm. but i do i would love everything to be square and easy but at the end of the day acuity is not expensive and acuity does connect to everything i need it to so yeah i haven't had any problems and i'm fine with it but so doing a card on file is a lot different than doing deposits um i kind of do both in a way so a lot of my clients already have cards on file so what i do is i just charge a deposit for when they book, they have to pay that. And then their cards on file. And if they don't show up or, you know, whatever, then they may be charged with their cards on file. So that's kind of how it goes. But I don't have it set to card on file because you can't do both at the same time on Acuity. Mm-hmm. Um, you can only do one or the other. But a lot of my clients, again, already have it on file. So the deposit's just fine. Yeah. And I don't have it to card on file only. I debated on that and not doing deposits. But the reason I didn't want to do that is because – if someone doesn't show up to their appointment and their card declines, you still get zero dollars. Yeah. If someone shows up to their appointment now, like with me, and they already paid $25 or $50, if they don't show up and their card for the rest of the amount declines, at least I had 25 or 50 bucks and I don't have zero dollars and wasted appointment time. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I didn't do just card on file. And um, it works for me. So I'm, I'm happy with it. And everything nothing's perfect but it's better yeah than nothing and you can just figure out and change things as you go like you know people I know somebody who or actually a client that I do who just switched her system um she has her own waxing business and she runs her own studio and she's been doing it forever for years and she's just now switching her system because she was using square as well and we were talking about how many problems we are having with it and she's switching to a whole different thing so you definitely will figure things out as you go so next we're going to talk about cancellation policies so this can be different for everybody because again some people don't like last minute cancellations some people don't mind them and they always can find a way to fill them so it just depends on your business and how Mm -hmm. you run it yeah and what your boundaries are for your business so what are your cancellation policies So for my cancellation policies, I'm a little bit more lenient than Natalia is. At the moment. At the moment, yes. Because I am in that position where I'm like, oh, I don't want to be mean. Like I'm trying to be nice, but it's also I'm trying to respect my business as well at the same time. So my cancellation policies, I believe it's like if you cancel – 
either 24 or 48 hours before your appointment, you get charged 50% of your appointment total. And then if you cancel same day, it is 100%. Oh, I didn't even know you were doing that. Yeah. I didn't know you were doing that. I thought you were not. I thought you weren't doing like that right now. 100%. That's good, though. That's important because. Just because same day, it's like it's very. Same day cancellations are just very unacceptable because you are literally working. You're there and like you're ready to do it. And if they cancel right before their appointment, there's no way that you can do anything else with your time. You can, you plan to work and now you can't. Now you're there not making any money. Right. You can't fill anybody in. And there's just no reason for same day cancellations. Obviously, things come up. But if there's communication, proper communication, where it's prior to your appointment that you can communicate that, hey, I'm not going to be able to make my appointment, you know, in two days or whatever the case may be, instead of waiting last minute when I'm thinking I'm about to make money doing your lashes, right? then it's just not, it's not a good situation. I agree. And for me, what I usually do for people is if someone has appointment at 5 p.m. and they cancel at 10 a.m. the same day, technically, yes, that's 100% charge for them. But what I will do is I will say, listen, I will see if someone can fill your mm-hmm. spot. If someone can fill your spot, I will. you lose a deposit yeah. either way, but I will not charge you the rest of the money. If I cannot fill your spot, then yeah, you're going to have to pay the 100% charge fee because I can't blame it on the other people who I'm asking if they can fill your spot because that wasn't their original appointment yeah I didn't know you did that I'll do that sometimes Uh, like I'll usually do that if I can but if you cancel an hour before it's hard to find someone who can fill your spot in an hour and that can be on time so that you have time to finish their lashes before your next appointment Mm -hmm. so a lot of the times you know if it's really last minute cancellation I can't there's nothing I've tried and I can't do it so I just quit doing that if you cancel a good amount of hours same day before, I'll try to so I don't have to charge you. Yeah, so I definitely don't enjoy charging people the 100% charge when they don't show up or when they cancel last minute. So I definitely try to avoid that as much as possible for me and the client's sake because I just feel so bad doing it. But yeah. I, again, I have to be, you know, a business owner and I have mm-hmm. to Make be the bad hard. person, unfortunately. But it's nice when clients do understand and they don't get upset with you over it yeah and some will and some won't and your job is not to please everybody so don't try because you're not going to be able to but yeah I also wanted to mention that I I haven't charged anybody (laughs) I think since June and Uh it's December I think I've only had to do it three times yeah so with three different people so two out of three have complained mm-hmm. <laughs> one yeah. didn't complain um and again I get it like it's it sucks being charged 100% and you're not mm-hmm. even getting it done I get it but as a business owner you know we rely on the income and yeah. you canceling the same day it's hard and the thing is is it's in our policies and you read the policies before you book. You can't really get mad because you already know what you're signing up for and you already know that if you cancel same day that you are going to get charged 100%. So when people are surprised, it doesn't make sense because when you book, you know these things. Yeah, so. it says, please read my policies before booking. Then you have to check. I agree to all the policies. 
And then it's also posted in my studio. So I really try to put it everywhere. So it's not a surprise mm-hmm. and it's not a secret and you don't have to go digging for it. It's right there in front of you if you take the time to actually read them. And, you know, if you're agreeing to them and checking that box before you book your appointment, you're agreeing to them. So mm-hmm. when I when it's time for me to take action on them and you're upset about it, it's kind of just like, well, I mean, I had them out there and you agreed to it. So it just is what it is. So we were going to talk about like canceling on your clients. Like, have you ever had to do that, Crystal? I have not. I did one time ask if somebody come at like a later time. I haven't actually had to cancel anybody yet. Luckily, like I haven't been sick or anything like that to where I have to cancel people. Right. But yeah, what about you? Over the years, I've had to cancel on a few people just because of like being sick or not feeling well and, Mm -hmm. you know, something, things like that. But it's actually very rare. I can probably count on one or two hands the amount of times in five years I've had to because I don't, you know, it's my job. So I take it seriously and I don't try to get out of it. Yeah. And as a lash artist, you can't just cancel on your clients or call out of work. I mean, Mm -hmm. you're the only person that's there to do them if you're, you know, a sole person in your business so it's kind of just like you're the only one that can do it right we're responsible for everything yeah literally so I have canceled not too long ago I had to cancel my clients because I had to go out of state for a last minute thing Mm -hmm. so I had to cancel one full day of clients and I actually just like opened up the next day that I usually don't work and I was like hey can y'all just come tomorrow instead of well I asked them can you come Friday instead of Thursday and three out of four could and then the other person I just moved till Monday and she was signed with that and she's like that's okay and everybody was super understanding which was really nice but again it's super rare that I even have to do that. Yeah and when we as lash artists have to cancel on our clients and let's say it pushes them back where they may have additional charges because they were late on their fill we are not going to make our clients be responsible for that because right that exactly. is our responsibility yeah. for canceling them so we just want to add that in there as well so when it is on our end we do take our responsibility just as much as the clients need to take their responsibility exactly on their and we may open extra days for them to come in sooner than yes. we have available on our site as well as we may do an extra super early or super later time in the day for them you just try to find ways to make up for you having to cancel on them we both are very serious about that have you ever had to fire a client yes 100%. you have several times i don't times. even know this so <laughs> several times yeah so we do lashes based on now their natural lashes right yeah. so we don't let people come in and just tell us oh i want this length mm-hmm. okay you can you know mention that's the length you want and i will say okay when i take a nat- like look at your natural lashes i can decide if your natural lashes can handle them or not mm-hmm. so i've had people come in and get them done and this was like years ago but someone girl came in and she got a full set and i've done her in the past before but she had she went on deployment she came back she wanted a full set and she said I want super long ones. And my coworker had gave her a free lash room to grow her lashes uh-huh. before she left. She uh-huh. came back a few months later and I was like, oh, have you been using it? No, she never opened it. <gasps> so I'm like, okay. So then I go to do her full set and she lays down and she talked about how she wanted the cat eye and she wanted really long ones on the end, like the longest ones we have or whatever. I look at it and I'm like, you know, you didn't use the lash serum and your lashes cannot handle 14s and 14s is our longest. Yeah. And I was like, you like she could not handle 14s, like especially the her ends yeah. of her lashes. I may be able to throw some 12s on there, but I definitely cannot do 14s. Mm-hmm. And I kind of expressed that during the appointment. And at the end, she looked at him and she was like, oh, like 
you didn't put any 14s. And I said, yeah, well, I told you, you yeah. know, when I was doing them that I didn't feel like it, I felt comfortable doing them because it just wasn't your like, natural just lashes just weren't it. there. Yeah. yeah. And she was like, well, I thought because I paid for them that you could just put them on there. And I'm like, uh, I told oh. you and you signed in the consent form that your lashes may not be exactly how you want them to be because we do it based on, on your, your natural, natural lashes, lashes not exactly. just only what you want. And I think it's so funny when clients like to say that, like, oh, I'm paying for it. Just give me what I want. Or like, oh, this is what I told you I want. Why didn't you do it like this? People are not – people don't understand everything that goes into lashes. Yes. And that sometimes – because obviously the way that we do them are a little bit different from other people may – other lash techs may do it. So we only apply the longest ones if your natural lashes can handle it. And if they can't, that's nothing that we can do to accommodate you because just because you want long ones doesn't mean that you can get long ones. So, yeah, I just think it's funny when people think like, oh, because I'm paying for it. It has nothing to do with the money. It has everything to do with what your lashes can handle and the health of your natural lashes. And, you know, obviously I'm going to be professional in every like case and I'm not going to be petty or anything, but it's like, I almost want to say like, listen, I get what you're saying, but at the end of the day, I didn't pay thousands of dollars to get trained by Novalash to just do whatever I want. The integrity of my business is ran based off the fact that I go based off your natural lash and I will not do anything to purposely knowing I'm going to harm your natural lashes. So it's kind of just like, I'm doing it for what's best for your natural lashes as Mm -hmm. well as I'm trying to get the closest to what you want them to be. But I can't just do whatever you tell me to do, whatever you show me off of Pinterest or Google or someone else's Instagram because I'm not that person. Mm -hmm. And I also don't do the same lashes as a lot of other people do, both of us, because we do all Nova Lash. Yeah. And regardless if your lashes can handle something or not, not every single lash head is ever going to be the same in general. So Exactly. It's not going to be perfectly identical because everybody's eyes are different everybody's lashes are different everybody's everything is different every lash has its own lash cycle so every month your lashes are going to be different so it's just going to vary all the time so so what would you say do you think is the best way to fire a client if you had to do it um I would just like if there's been multiple issues things are just not working out they're obviously not happy I think I would just simply say I am sorry that I'm not able to provide you with what you desire but if I'm not a good fit for you maybe you can go find somebody who will be a good fit for you yeah and that's usually like the way people handle it that's like the way the way I wish I could do it is to just like go on my cutie site which you could do this and just block the person they can't book on your site anymore (laughs) but obviously I'm not going to do that I'm going to be professional about it and I'm going to handle it verbally with the client but what I would do we've had many issues and I've tried my best and I'm trying to get exactly what you want and I'm trying to see your vision but at the end of the day I've tried x amount of times and you're still not happy and that's totally fine but I would advise you to maybe see someone else and try someone else or it's like uh, it depends on what you want because a lot of people like love the fact that I go based off their natural lashes but then at the same time 
they hate that because I'm not doing that uniformed all one length Mm -hmm. look or something like that. But I'm like, I don't do those type of lashes. So it's Mm -hmm. kind of weird in a way because they're like, I want you to do them, but you're not doing them the way I want to. But they don't want to leave either. They want me to do them. And I'm like, (laughs) but I'm not going to do that. So it's like if it's going to be a problem every time, I don't even want to do your lashes. It's not even about you not wanting to do yours. Like I day firing clients, you just have to be super professional as well as you just have to be very upfront and honest about how it's going because yeah. you don't want to, you know, lead the client on to come a million more times if you feel like you're going to dread them coming every time because you know it's going to be another problem, which yeah. I've had many clients like that. And if you feel like you there's a reason why you need to fire a client and they're being super disrespectful or something of that nature, you don't owe anybody an explanation if you, you really want don't. to fire them. So just know that if you just don't want them to I think there's a way to block people from booking on any site it might right? be I know definitely a cutie there is but you don't if there's a situation where somebody's being extremely disrespectful to you and like conversations are not working then you don't have to take people you are not entitled like people are not entitled for you to do their lashes it's your business so you can really don't want to do somebody who's being disrespectful to you and your business then you don't have to so just know that too yeah so I just feel like go with the flow and what you feel is right because you want you think that oh I want every client I'll just deal with whatever because I want all these clients Mm -hmm. well it might seem that way like you know, like I don't want to lose any clients right now. But at the end of the day, if you really truly deeply think about it, mm-hmm. if you have a client that every single time they're coming, you're like, oh my gosh, I already know what it's good they're going to say. I already know. And it's a problem every single time or they always have complaints or they're always late or they're always canceling. Mm-hmm. At the end, just eliminate that person. Okay, yeah, you lost that amount of income. But at the end of the day, now you're not as stressed yeah. out and you're not as worried exactly. and you just have a way better day yeah. knowing that person <laughs> is not coming Your mental in. health. <laughs> It's better than yeah. the money that you're getting. Exactly. From. So, you're coming out. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's just, it is the way it is. And that's just how it goes. Well, what about late arrivals and your policy with that? So, how does that work with you? So, I believe, because I, I just changed it not that long ago, I used to do like 30 minutes like late because mm-hmm. it didn't take me as long as I had booked out for a fill. So, I used to do 30 minutes. And I felt like that was way too lenient. 30 minutes. They could be 30 minutes late to their appointment. What do you mean by I didn't need as much time? So I had, uh, I have like two hours booked out for a fill and it only takes me an hour. Mm -hmm. So if they come 30 minutes later, I have an hour, hour to do their lashes. And then if it took me a little bit longer, that was fine. But I had an extra 30 minutes still for cleaning and whatever Mm -hmm. else in between. But then I felt like, you know, if, people come in and their retention is a little bit less than normal or anything like that now I have an hour and a half left of your appointment technically and if I use that entire hour and a half on your lashes then now I have no cleaning time and you know time in between to do anything before my next client and I really don't really like when my clients run into each other Mm -hmm. so I honestly don't like that so I changed it to 20 minutes um and you know I, again, am a little bit lenient on that still, which is good, but not good. Um, <laughs> what I would do is if someone is tw- running 20 minutes late and they text me or call me and tell me like, you know, 15 minutes and like, or they just let me know they're going to be late ahead of time. Like, oh, I'm going to be 25 minutes late. 
maybe depending on the person and I, cause I, you know, can memorize what my client's lashes are like, maybe that's fine, but I may have to say, sorry, that's like, you know, You're I can't not, do it. I'm not going to have enough time to do yours. Yeah. And I don't like to do half fills and I don't yeah. like to rush and exactly. still make you pay full price. But I used to really just do it where I would tell them like, Hey, like you can come in at any time, you know, up to, like 45 minutes before my next person I would say you can come in anytime and that's but if you come in and you lay down on my table you have to pay full price so whether you get the full amount or not yeah that's what I used to do because you know that appointment that that person books is their their appointment so if they want to come an hour late they they might <laughs> they just miss get, their whole appointment yeah you know but if they want to come an hour but I had a two-hour booking so I was yeah. like if they come an hour late that means they have 30 minutes if they want 30 minutes of lashes and pay full price that's their business mm-hmm. that's how I used to run it but I don't like now that I have my business the way it is, I just don't like that anymore. Yeah. So I really just do 20 minutes and then it's basically a no show, um, yeah. especially if you, you don't cancel. even let me know. Yeah, yeah. So I just cancel it and they get charged and it sucks. And again, if you comment, oh, I'm going to be two minutes after 20 minutes late, if that's okay with your lashes and the timing mm-hmm. I have, then okay. I'll so do your lashes. No problem. But otherwise, you know, it's not my fault if you're late. Yeah. And communication is key. So like what Italia is saying, if, you know, it is a little bit over 20 minutes, as long as your client is expressing to you, oh, I am this many minutes away, like I'm coming, I'm still coming, then like that is very important because then you can kind of maneuver around it a little bit. But if you're having no communication and you're 20 minutes late, then at that point, like your appointment is canceled because 20 minutes is a lot of time for lashes. Like that is essential. Every minute is essential when you're lashing. So even if you show up 10, 15 minutes late, that is eating away from your appointment time that you may need. So it's very crucial. That's why if you're 20 minutes late, there's no, like you can't really come because you don't have enough time. Yeah. And we don't even think you're coming at that point. If you don't communicate at all and then you're you know, it's been 10 minutes, 15, mm-hmm. 20 minutes. Now we just think, oh, they're just not coming. Maybe they forgot. Yeah. Maybe they couldn't. Who knows? And they just didn't communicate. So then we don't. And then you show up at, you know, 25 minutes late and you show up in and we're like, whoa, like we didn't know you were like, I didn't know you were coming. You didn't communicate. Yeah. And they just think it's just totally OK. And it's like, it's mm, not. yeah. So at the end of the day, that's why communicating is important, as well as rivals are just they're tricky. So it kind of just mm-hmm. depends on how long you take to do a fill as or full set as well as how long it takes for you to clean or whatever however you had you have your appointment set up Mm -hmm. so have you you've obviously had people come over 20 30 minutes late yeah so people used to come 35 45 (laughs) minutes late and that would be fine but I would only have like a certain amount of time left to do their lashes and Mm -hmm. then I mean I'm a pretty fast at it so I mean I've never had someone like get a fill and never even didn't even look like they had a fill and they mm-hmm. paid full price or anything. But I definitely used to do that. And I was like, you know what? Like at this point I could me sitting around waiting for somebody and not knowing if they're coming or yeah. that weird time slots of them coming late. And now I have all this extra time that I didn't know I had in the yeah. beginning. I didn't utilize, utilize it correctly. I didn't utilize my time correctly and it mm-hmm. was just a mess. So I had to yeah. change it to, you, you can be 20 minutes late and if you communicate maybe an extra five minutes or something, I can let it slide. But 30 minutes, especially like 30 minutes yeah, or more no. is a no. Yeah. Like no because like at, especially for fills and full sets because it's just like 
you know, that's brows can be quick. Obviously, yeah. I'm not saying we rush it, but I'm just saying brows are way quicker. Lashes yeah. is, you know, you, you never to, know what the retention's like yeah. until they come in and you look. So it's kind of just like allow can't. 20 minutes to go right from your appointment. Yeah. So next, we're going to talk about foreign fills. So foreign fills meaning someone coming in to get a fill by you when their lashes are originally done by someone else. Yeah. So it's someone else's work that you're working on top of. Yeah, I do accept foreign fills. And my policy with foreign fills is that there is an additional charge of $25 extra on whatever fill you're getting. So if it's a classic hybrid or volume, they would pay that price of that fill plus an additional $25 fee just because of it being a foreign fill. And then there's can be additional charges on top of that as well, just depending on how many lashes they do have when they come in. Yeah, so we based our fills off of 40% remaining, and a lot of people do 50%. Some people even do 60% mm-hmm. um, for a fill, but we do 40 And at the end of the day, if you're coming in with less than 40% of your yeah. lashes still on for a fill from somebody else especially, yeah, we don't know how our lashes are going to mix with other exactly. lashes as well as – you know, we may fill your lashes in and they look all full. And then two days later, half of the other lashes you have fall out and then you already need to fill. And then you're going to say, oh, like, how do I already need to fill? Like, I just got my lashes done by you. But um, hello, half of those lashes are not even mine. Yeah. So it's really hard to do foreign fills. And that's why I actually stopped doing them. Yeah. It's because people would come in with way less than 40%. And then I would start going through the lashes and making sure that none of them are stuck together before applying mine. And they would always be kind of stuck together or just pop like the lash extensions just be popping off Mm -hmm. while I'm just isolating and like looking through the lashes. And then they have like no lashes on. And now it's basically literally a full set. And then it's like, hey, how do you tell someone, hey, you're. $95 $95 fill is now a $250, $300 full set, yeah. you know, on your bed. Mm-hmm. That's really hard to do. And a lot of people don't expect it. Stop doing them because Novalash is just so different than a lot of the other extensions. And it's really hard to blend Novalash extensions with other extensions, especially with our technique as well. It's just yeah. really hard. So I've just found it to be way more trouble than good. And it's just not been worth it. I've even had people like two different people from two different states move here to Virginia and come in and get their lashes done and say they had no lash extensions because they really truly thought they did and mm-hmm. neither of them did yeah neither of them did because it like one had like 17 millimeter lashes and I was like yeah these are not no lash no lash stops at 14 yeah. and then the other girl oh my gosh they were so stuck together they were popping off I was like yeah this is not no lash you can tell if you're if you do no lash you can tell when it's no lash so I was like you know what on top of the fill price is not Not worth it. (laughs) And then, you know, like Crystal said, like you add additional fees on top of the 25 still. uh, At that point, my additional fees is going to be like just called full set. So (laughs) I just had to stop with those all together. So I just don't offer them anymore. I used to do the same thing, $25 on top. But no, I don't. I just do come to me with no lashes on. I don't even remove other people's lashes either because yeah. that's a whole nother thing. I don't know how my remover is going to work on their extensions. Exactly. And it may, they're going to blame it on me if their lashes are damaged <laughs> when I take them off. It's just some of the things, the risk is just not worth, worth it. it. Yeah. And that's the thing that I was going to emphasize on too. When you're doing foreign fills, it's kind of hard because you do a work a certain way. And if you're trying to work on top of somebody else's work, it's just so draining like mentally and like just to like actually do it because it's like 
you're trying to do the best you can, but it's like the end result you're not even going to like because half of it's not your work and it's hard to blend. Yeah. And it's like if there's if you're trying to get their lashes a certain way and then now you have to take off half of the lashes they already have on because it's not going with what you're and trying to do. And you're doing do, a full set anyways then, at that yeah, point. Then you're doing so much work and yeah. So I not accepting foreign pills and I don't think I will be at a point that I won't. I might, but I, I definitely – I think you will. I definitely – just because I don't have a full clientele, I don't turn people away even if it's a foreign pill. But I every single foreign pill I've done, it's – there's been issues. So. Right. And that once you have a steady new yeah. clientele and you have people trying to fit in with other lashes, you're going to want try to get them to take, get them taken off before coming in and just getting a full set. Mm-hmm. But there's some people are like, no, that's way too expensive, which I totally get. But I've just it's been way more trouble than good. And I even recently had one girl who really wanted them done by me. And she was like, you just came to me. I'm so highly recommended. Just like you know, just can you take a look at it? And I yeah. was like, I don't do foreign fills. Like, can you just get them taken off and then come in? I even have a little special going on this month for full sets. And it was too expensive for her still. So she, I said, 20 minute conversation. I was like, listen, I'll just put your card on file for a no show. I'm not going to even charge you a deposit because I don't know if I'm going to be able to do your lashes. I said, you can come in. I'll take a look and I can decide from there if yeah. I can do your lashes. But I put, will put you as my last person this day and I'll take a look. And she ended up coming in and she had, it was definitely not Novolash. She had all one length and they were pretty long and her lashes were kind of stuck together her lashes a little damaged because of it and I told her listen your lashes are not gonna look they're gonna look good but they're not gonna look the best for the next I don't even know how long yeah however long it takes for these other lashes to leave as well as however (laughs) long it takes for your natural lashes to get back to their full potential because they're damaged and she was like, that's fine. I don't care if they don't look good. And I was like, <laughs> you never hear people say that. But I was like, okay, I mean, hey, like if you understand that it's hard to blend and as well as your lashes, your natural lashes are damaged right now, mm-hmm. which limits me to my, you know, what I can do, then I, okay, I'll do them. And she was fine with it. So her fill, her first fill was like $135 by me, which is more than the 25 on yeah. top of two, just because she had less than 40%. I charged my used to do $25 on top it took me like two hours to do a fill on her for $100 moving on let's talk about our policies for like having other people in the studio like children family friends that people bring so what is the policy for that so uh, me and crystal share a 200 square foot studio yeah and (laughs) we have two like waiting room chairs that's it when we have, you know, our both we both have our one client at the same time in there, we have our own like separate, you know, separated spaces. So see each other or anything, but mm-hmm. you know, she can still hear my conversation. I can still hear her conversation with our clients. So we definitely don't like any extra guests added to that because four people in a 200 square foot room with, with two different conversations at the same time is already, you know, yeah. a lot. So to add other people into the mix is just too much. So have it where you're not allowed to bring any guests at all. No children, no guests. Well, of course, still try to bring the children, which we've had issues with because, you know, the kid is. You basically are having to watch somebody else's kid while you're doing their lashes. And that's not an acceptable thing to be doing. No, because that's not our job. And that's not a lot of things that 
is just not very professional looking for yeah. people who co- are coming in and out. Exactly. So, and we do have clients that some like random people actually that sometimes mm-hmm. walk in and want and want to lash extensions. And you know, if they're walking in and there's a child standing you know, at the front desk with yeah. no shoes on, it just kind of look a little crazy and looks a little unprofessional. So I just think that to provide the best experience for everybody else mm-hmm. that comes in, it's just important to limit the amount of people you allow in your studio at one time. Yeah. And of other people are like, oh, well, my kids are older. Like they're not going to mess with anything. They're not going to make a mess. And I'm like, listen, I understand that, but it's still a whole other person in this Mm -hmm. room. And especially because of COVID, you know, a lot of people do not want people, other people near them or respect for all other people. We just want to make it the best experience possible and not make anybody. So we have a little funny story to tell. Yeah, a little story time because we have this policy in place, obviously, for children you know you can't bring your children and you also you know you can't bring your friends and family just because we don't want a whole bunch of extra people in our space but you know obviously we expect children to kind of act out or you know touch things that they're not supposed to but it's not just children I have come to find you have to watch out for other people (laughs) grown adults too yeah so I had this one client who had brought her husband and they were very nice people you know but he was just kind of getting into everything while I was doing her lashes and it's like it was very hard for me because I'm trying to focus on what I'm working on and I like see him walking around and touching things and I'm like trying to just focus on doing lashes so I can't really see what he's doing and like then I notice he like walks behind me past me towards my towards Italia's space and like he opens up her um what's it q-tip jar yeah and he's like oh can I use a q-tip and like already is basically has his hands in the q-tip jar and (laughs) I'm like oh yeah go ahead but it's like he's disrespecting our workspace and now Italia had to throw away all her q-tips that were in that jar because it's unsanitary (laughs) right but it's like things like that could have been avoided if you just came by yourself because I can't watch other people that are in there I'm literally there trying to focus concentrating do your lashes I can't pay attention to every little thing that you're doing yeah and he's walking around literally and he even like went and stood all the way in my space like by the window and is literally cleaning his ears in my space (laughs) cleaning his ears like he's at home and it was like seriously like would you do this in a dentist office would you go walk around and you know doctors or dentists I mean possibly (laughs) but I'm pretty sure you would get told to yeah go back in the waiting area very quickly you know what I mean because but they think because we're a small business and we're in the small studio they think that you know oh like this is like totally chill and we can just do whatever Yeah. yeah no and then he also went and sat in our desk, behind, behind our desk, our, yeah. in our desk chair, literally. <laughs> like, there's a whole two chairs of waiting area space, but no, he's in the back, and he's in behind our desk. <laughs> I said, um, what in the world when I saw? And then he went and grabbed chips, and he grabbed sodas, yeah. and then went outside to have a smoke break, and then came back in. And mm-hmm. at that time, Crystal was working earlier than I was. So then I came in after. And when I came in there, he never got up. 
he literally just like sat still and, and just and puffed. yeah and, like i like crystal was taking forever like oh my god how long much longer and it was just so funny because it was like sir like because crystal was distracted yeah, he thought like, oh, I can just walk around. Yeah. And then once mm-hmm. another person came in there, he was like, oh, like, let me sit down. And and it's like, you should have did that from the beginning. Like, why did you yeah. ever feel comfortable enough to walk around a business and touch other people's things that yeah. and you don't even know yeah. us? Yeah. So that is just, you know, and this is a grown man. I'm talking about like <laughs> beer, like grown, grown man. This is not a young person at all. So it's just kind of like, you got to watch out for all, yeah. all people. So just know you can't bring anybody else. I'm sorry. <laughs> that is the policy well, because a lot of you the just times, don't know. A lot of the times people don't ask. They just bring them and then yeah. they ask you while they're inside. So it's awkward to yeah. say, no, yeah. you have to leave the other yeah. person. If you're not getting the service, then you need to get out. Like, yeah. you know, it's very awkward position. And I feel like people know that and they take advantage of that. So Exactly. So next thing we are going to touch on is taking clients like before and after our regular business hours. So for me, I don't have very strict business hours at the moment because I'm still trying to figure out exactly what my business hours need to be and alongside of my second job and everything like that. So I don't have a very set business hour set in place at the moment, but I will be very soon. So I am not very... I don't really have a big policy on this at the moment, but Italia does. So I'm going to let her talk about it. Yeah. So I have four appointments a day starting like my first one's at 11, my last one's at five. And I, you know, that's basically an eight hour day for me. I do have some, you know, time in between clients. So I'm not working eight hours straight, but I do do other things in between clients work related. So that's basically like an eight hour shift, just like most other people have eight hour shifts. And if somebody wants me to fit them in on that day and I do have time before and after that I could do it, I just charge an extra $25 fee. So if someone wants to come in, you know, at nine um, in the morning for an appointment, I'll just say, okay, well, it'll be the cost of the service as well as an extra $25 for me to come in early, as well as if someone wants like a 6.30, 7 p.m. appointment, if I do mm-hmm. not have plans that night or I can, I'm available to do it. Then I'll just add an extra $25 on to stay later and do that. So it's pretty much just like overtime. It's just like any yeah. other job you would make overtime for staying later or coming earlier. So it's the same thing initially for that. So don't be afraid to, you know, make your time worth it. Exactly. And, you know, you're making that certain amount of di- time. You're, you're making that certain amount of money per day. And if you have to work more hours, then you definitely need to be charging for that. Exactly. To accommodate because if you're, if Italia already has 40 hours, a 40 hour week and she's fitting in people because they need to be fit in and they didn't, you know, responsibly schedule their appointment or, you know, whatever the case may be, whether they like just need something to accommodate them, it's not our job and they're not entitled to an appointment for them to just get any type of appointment they want. So if you're accommodating to their schedule and to fit them in on your day and your week is already at 40 hours, like she said, you have to pay yourself overtime because you can't overwork yourself just for the fun of it. And people aren't going to understand that or people are going to expect you to accommodate them the way they want just because it's like, oh, it's just your you can easily come in early, no big deal, but 
you are already working on other clients. You have a full schedule. So it is important to make sure that you are paying yourself that because you are working overtime. And you as a lash artist, trust me, you would be way happier with staying back if you know you're going to make that film money as well as an extra 25 bucks on top of that for having to stay another few hours. So I think, you know, to not experience lash burnout for no reason, Mm -hmm. at least if you're getting paid more and, you know, it works for you, then why not do it if you can? So that's for me. I don't have them in my booking site all the time. So if someone wants to book an after or before hours appointment, what they'll do is they'll just message me and I'll add it to my schedule, which allows them to go on my website and book it and pay the deposit just like a regular appointment. And then when they come in and pay at the end is when I add the extra $25 to it for, you know, working the extra hours. And a lot of people love it and take advantage of it. And other people are like, oh no, like, I'll find another day, which is totally fine too. I mean, if you can fit yourself in my schedule, it kind of forces them to fit themselves in your schedule if they don't want to pay that extra fee. So it's kind of nice in a way. Um, and you kind know, of take you more seriously and their appointment more seriously in your time. Because the whole big thing is people have to learn how to respect your time because they just don't. And yeah. And then lastly, we're going to talk about referrals. So what referral program do you have, Crystal? So I have it to where if anybody refers a full set to me, they get $25 off of their next service. So if they come in for their fill, then they'll have $25 off that fill. If they refer three people, then that's $75 off. So then essentially if the fill is 75, then the fill that time is free or whatever the case may be. So, yep, that's really cool. And that's the same thing with me. I do $25 for a full set. I, depending on what the service the person that was referred gets done is what it's based off of. So Mm -hmm. if someone just comes in for a $15 brow wax, if me giving the client who referred that person $25, (laughs) you know, that's like not, not going to work. So it kind of just depends on what service the person they refer gets done. If they pay for a full price, full set, it's 25. If they are referred for a special, maybe they'll get around 15. It just depends on what they do. So that's what mine's based off Mm -hmm. of. So it's not really kind of set amounts and that's all explained in detail in my policy. So people aren't like, Oh, I thought I get $25 for referring someone for a brow wax. And I'm like, uh, no. So it's just really important to be very, very specific in your policy list on your site or wherever it's located because you may think like this is sounding so petty because I'm so detailed, but at the end of the day, like not allowing any loopholes is so important because otherwise people will Will. find them. They will. take advantage. They don't want to be charged for nothing. They don't want to, you know, have to pay extra if they don't have to. So at the end of the day, people are going to read and study that list if they're those type of people Mm -hmm. who want to make sure that they can find a loophole and find a way to not have to be charged or pay extra. So it's very important to have some type of referral program because it honestly helps people want to spread your name out there and want to refer people so that they can get something out of it too. Exactly. And I know some people around this area, like they'll have referral programs and it's like they'll do $5 for each person they refer or 10. We do 25 and that may seem like a lot to some people. But if you think about it, if you're getting a full set, it's $200, $250. 25 is not a lot that's getting taken off of that. And for them to potentially become a 
um, consistent client, consistent client, then it's well worth it, and they deserve that twenty five dollars. Yeah, because it you know your client is doing you a big favor by walking around and handing out your cars or walking around and telling people and spreading your name. That is like a walking billboard for you. So it's just to show them how thankful and grateful you are that they are literally taking the time out their day to give other people your Instagram Mm -hmm. or show other people your work. Then you really want to reward them because that's very important. And again, like Crystal said, if that person they refer becomes a consistent client, then you know you're making consistent monthly income from that person that you would have never had if your client didn't exactly. go out of her way and exactly. you know write down your Instagram or whatever. So it's really important to make people feel like you're grateful for them and you know you know their time is also worth money or something mm-hmm. else. So sickness is a big thing that comes up in policies because of the, especially, you know, it's December. It started like the start of cold and flu season because it's now just in Virginia getting freezing cold. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a lot of people are going to get sick around this time and not even talking about COVID, just like colds, flus, little, you know, congestion, whatever. And, you know, our policy is, it's tricky because our policy is 100% same day and cancellation. and. We totally get and understand that you can wake up and then you don't like the day of your appointment and you're sick. Mm -hmm. Like we totally get that happens. But, you know, because we are a small business and we run based off, you know, the income of that day. If you cancel that same day and we can't make up that income, that's a big problem for us. So how that goes is technically, yeah, you're still supposed to be charged even though that person is sick. Now, a lot of people feel some type of way about that because they're like, you know, like, I didn't know I was going to be sick. It's not my fault. I'm sick. Mm -hmm. And I totally understand. and I totally agree that it's not your fault and you didn't purposely go get sick. But at the end of the day, it's also, you know, if all your people are sick that day and they canceled, then you have zero money. And if you were expecting to pay your bills with that, then that is the issue, because if everybody's sick and everybody cancels, then you make no money. So that's why it's important one of the reasons why it's important that that is in place and it's also like why just because everybody else is sick why do we as a lash artist have to not eat make, the cost yeah. for you being sick which again I really hope you feel okay and get better and I do mm-hmm. care about my clients but at the end of the day you like Crystal said if multiple people in a week are sick and cancel same day and you're not charging them then that's a lot of income that you lost that you could have filled with someone else that's not sick and again I understand you're sick and you didn't know ahead of time you were going to be sick and you yeah. couldn't cancel a time but at the end of the day it's it, it's wrong that the lash artist in every situation whether you're sick or you have a headache or you have appointment come up or you know whatever that we as a lash artist now have to make you know zero dollars if your car declines or mm-hmm. 25 dollars in a two-hour time slot when there's mcdonald's paying 22 dollars an hour right now you know making 12.50 an hour to sit there for two hours because you didn't show up so it's kind of tricky because it goes both ways and I hate having to do it this way because you know if someone say hey I'm sick and then you have to text back oh okay well you're gonna be charged you know like that just looks bad it sounds horrible and I totally get that but at the end of the day we are a business and we can't if everybody cancels and we get no income we can't afford our bills so it's kind of it goes both ways yeah and also communication is key and although you may wake up one day and you feel sick and you didn't feel that way the other day majority of the time you can feel when yourself getting sick and if you can feel that coming on the least that you can do is communicate with your lash artist the day before whenever you start feeling it like hey I kind of start I'm starting to feel a little down I don't know if I'm gonna 
get worse by the time my appointment comes or if I'm going to get better so that you can reschedule it instead of texting or communicating with the artist on the same day. That is the issue because we cannot fill in that appointment. We can't. We're already there at work. We can't make other plans if we needed to because you're canceling literally an hour before your appointment. And it puts us in an awkward position if you text us and you say, hey, I'm sick. Are you still okay with me coming? And especially as the work that we do, we are right in front of your face. And even with masks on, you can still spread the sickness. Like Italia was saying, we were talking about this earlier. And if we get sick, we can't jeopardize us getting sick because if we get sick, then we have we can't take any clients at all. At all over one client. Exactly. So we can't jeopardize putting ourselves in the situation where okay, we do you, you're sick, and we may get sick from you, and then. Just because we accommodating to doing you sick, now I can't do 15 other people next week because I have to be out. Right. And then at the same time, it's like, I appreciate you for being honest and letting me know that you are sick and, you know, and that's the hard thing about it. Like, thank you for telling me you're sick, but I still have to charge you and you can't come in. And then that's why lashing and running a business and all of this is just really hard to do all alone especially because you have to deal with all everything Mm -hmm. it's because like you want to be fair you want to be honest you want to be caring but at the end of the day even though you can still be all of you can still be all of those things you still have to be a smart business owner exactly so you can't let everybody off on it and just say okay I won't charge you this time because you're sick because for one I'm not saying people Everybody does, but there is people who lie about Mm -hmm. being sick. So they hopefully hoping you don't charge them that exists. And again, not everybody may do that, but there are people out there who do. So you can't every if everybody has the excuse of being sick, especially during cold or flu season. Well, if all my clients call out, I don't make any income. And that's not fair for me because, you know, this is my business and you committed to your appointment when you booked it. Exactly. And there was a client that Italia Going back to like people lying or things like that just to kind of get their way with their appointment, Italia dealt with a client that, you know, texted her the same day and said, oh, like I'm not feeling well and mentioned it being a cold. And then once she found out that Italia was still going to charge her for same day cancellation, she was like, oh, well, basically saying it wasn't a cold or that she just started feeling it but she told she told Italia that she started feeling it what like two or a day ago at least the day ago and then said that it might, it's probably just allergies yeah, after I tried said, to switch I have to charge story. you and you can't come yeah. in yeah and it's like maybe that's true I don't know and that's like that's but why you could have communicated before the same day of your appointment is the big thing yeah and I it's like, like you messaged me less than an hour before I literally cannot even feel that and I can't find someone who can come in right this minute and be on time for that appointment to you know pay for I can't do that so it's kind of not fair for me at the same Mm -hmm. time and as the business owner in a way the client's always right but in a way they're not and I still have to make smart business choices for my business and I can't just let Let my feelings and me being such a nice caring person take over because I will not have a successful business if I do it that way so that's really hard for a lot of clients to understand and I know a lot of this might sound super harsh or mean or rude but when you are a business owner and if you are a business owner and you deal with these things over time you really truly start to understand that you can still be a nice caring person but Mm -hmm. you also have to 
be in quotations mean when you have to because you have to run, run your, your business. business like yeah. literally you cannot let the client always run, run, yeah. run your business and tell you what to do with exactly. your business and your policy and if you are agreeing to that policy when you are breaking the appointment then that there's means, no surprises yeah you there's no know. secrets there's no yeah you know what's going to happen if what if you cancel same day you know what's going to happen if you cancel 24 hours you know what's going to happen it's not a mm-hmm. surprise so that's why i just don't get when people you know when i finally take action with my policy a lot of people have issues with it when it was there from the start yeah so at the end of the day again it's tricky but it's tricky and it sounds harsh especially the way we have to put it right now for this episode but Mm -hmm. at the end of the day you know me and Crystal are both very caring people and we do try to you know make our clients feel like we care about them because we do and and it just sucks because the client's never going to be able to understand from your standpoint as a business owner because they just don't they're not on your side they're not going to see like oh she's missing out she's having making zero dollars or whatever the case may be of what's happening in the situation because it's not their business they're not in the position you are they're just the client getting the service done thinking oh i'm getting charged and they're not understanding why or the reasons why certain policies are in place yeah so at the end of the day pretty much the overall of this episode is just to be strict with your policies if you want to. If you feel like your business is in a place that you need that strict policy to keep your clients, you know, in check in the way that they truly respect your business and want you to do well and understand that your time is worth money and your time is important, Mm -hmm. then those clients will be, you know, great clients and you will have a sexual business. But if you let people, you know, because you don't want to fire them as a client and you're like, oh, what if I don't get another client? If you do that and you think that way, yeah. then you are always going to be super stressed out and you're, you're going to be lash burnout and you're just going to be, yeah, you're going to be miserable. So just realize that, like Crystal said, clients come and go and, mm-hmm. you know, you will gain the clientele. If you're working hard, if you're advertising, if you're doing all those things, you can gain clientele. So do not base it off just what you get and feel like you're stuck with every client that comes to you. Yeah, and if there's certain boundaries that you're setting in place for your business and people don't want to respect those boundaries, you don't want those kind of clients anyway. So don't feel bad when certain things fall through with certain clients because you know you don't need to have those kind of clients in your business because it's going to do nothing but cause you problems. So set your boundaries, put them in place, enforce your policies, and the right clients will come to you that respect you and your time the way that they need to. Yes, because I have... I have a good amount of clientele that says, oh, I truly understand your policy. Like, yeah, that's a good policy. And then there's other people that are like, oh, my God, that's crazy. You're so strict. And that's so harsh and whatever. And it's like, okay, well, trust me, I do care about my clients, but I just have to do it for the business's sake. I just can't, you know, not afford to run my business based off, you know, being nice. I just, it doesn't work that way. And it's unfortunate, but that's just how the business world is. So you're going to have to have some tough skin and you're going to have to learn and grow. And I and definitely, over time. yeah, I definitely had to learn over time how to enforce my policies and not just keep breaking them and keep, you know, adjusting them for my clients needs because that's just not why it's there. Mm-hmm. It's what you put down is what you should go by and that only. And I know that I mentioned in this episode, there's a few times where I kind of adjusted mine, but that's based on 
you as a, you know, as a business owner and what you allow, but it's also when the time is right and you have to enforce them, mm-hmm. you need to enforce them. So you just have to keep in mind, like if you're doing lashes as a serious thing and you're making this your career, you're going to have to have these policies in place because there are people out there that are going to walk all over you just because they think that they can. But if you're taking this as a serious job and you're making this what you want to do and you're paying your bills with this, then you're going to have to have strict policies in place for you to flourish and be successful in your business because if not, people will take advantage of you. So that's really the biggest thing that you want to take away from this. And, you know, whatever your policies are, they don't have to be the same as somebody else's and they don't have to be the same. When you first start, you can change them, but you have to adjust them to where you are taken seriously and that you are being able to have people respect your boundaries so that you can make this a career. So I know this episode was very long and I know some of it was repetitive um, of the things we've said, but it's because we have, you know, especially me, have dealt with a lot of it and we just feel so strongly and I definitely learned this all over time and Mm -hmm. I just want you guys to know that in order to have a successful business, you just have to enforce a a policy. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much it And, and we're just saying that it can be as customizable as you want that fits your business but at the end of the day you need something there to make sure your clients know that this is serious and this is not a side hobby that you can just you know around with right so thanks for listening today we appreciate you guys if you listen this far (laughs) it's been a long one but it's very very important so we just wanted to make sure we could say everything we really felt like it needed to be in this episode Mm -hmm. but if you're listening on apple Podcasts, please rate us and leave a review and if you're on spotify please answer the question down below and like and follow us on instagram and tiktok at Mm -hmm. last girls need love too Yes, and we will see you next Wednesday at 10 o'clock. Thank you so much. (laughs)